Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello, fellow listeners. It's Mary Stone, and welcome to the screen porch, which is uh, somewhat coming to life. Not with the plants from the indoors outside just yet, but I did take the dust cloths off of the furniture, so it feels revealing and it feels new. <laughs> so I just returned from a road walk, just me and myself and I. I imagine many of you are spending quite a few times alone and uh, for me it wasn't terribly a sad spot to be in having to walk alone. Um, Ellie has been not able to keep up as usual but she's an old gal and uh, I just kind of let her take the lead and let me know what she is up to doing today and uh, Kurt has had a bit of a hmm how can I describe this without putting him in an embarrassing spot let's just say having some trouble walking Nothing that's life-threatening, but uh, this too shall pass. So it's the preamble to Easter, but by the time you're listening, it will be after Easter. However, the hope and the promise of new remains in every day, even during this very, very difficult time. So I'm going to just reflect on some old columns <laughs> written in my early time of writing my column and uh, it pertains to Easter but again it pertains to hope it pertains to new beginnings oh I was hoping to get the sound of those peepers come back little guys <laughs> last night I almost came out here at uh, oh gosh it was 11 o'clock and they were in full chorus and um, it is a glorious glorious sound to me peepers. There's the little guy. I think it's just one. I think it's just one peeper that's peeping. And it's a mating call. They're looking for fellow peepers. Huh. Getting, getting back to the being alone. But we're not really alone. There's so many beautiful things around us all. Anyway, I'm going to come back later this evening and grab the chorus. So I hope you'll join me and listen to that. I'd like to share a column I wrote in 2018 that uh, was inspired by an article I came across in AMC Outdoors. AMC stands for the Appalachian Mountain Club, and as I've mentioned previously, I live near the Appalachian Trail, so I'm a member. It was in the September-October 2017 issue, with comforting wisdom worthy to share. The title of this column, by the way, is called Easter Wisdom from Mettler's Woods, also available on GardenDilemmas.com. In the article, titled Bringing New Life to Old Growth, Lindsay Conkle talks about a 65-acre ancient forest in Somerset, New Jersey, called Mettler's Woods, with old hardwood trees that predate the Revolutionary War. Old-growth forests are rare in the Northeast due to logging and farming by our early settlers. Mettler's Woods has a vast history. Growth rings on ancient fallen trees show cycles of fire every decade. 
presumably the Leni Lenape who occupied the region until the 1700s, created the burns to open up sight lines for hunting and to promote understory growth. After that, Dutch settlers inhabited the land, which was passed down generations to the Mettler family. In the 1950s, core samples of oaks and beech that toppled in a hurricane showed some were over 350 years old, which spiked the interest of a logging company to purchase the land. Instead, a committee of citizens and the United Brotherhood of Carpenters and Joiners bought the property and donated it to Rutgers University in 1955. It became officially named Hutchinson Memorial Forest. And by the way, you can visit the forest, and I have. It's, it's quite significant experience to be amongst all those ancient trees and, and seeing the renewal of the process of just letting it be. In recent years, the ancient forest has declined dramatically. Trees have fallen in storms and from old age. Suburban sprawl has caused deer populations to explode, decimating saplings that would replace the aging trees. Plus, they've devastated native understory plants, allowing invasive species such as Japanese barberry, garlic mustard, privet, and multiflora rose to take over, just as they have here. Which is true, by the way, this time of year, one of the first things that buds out is the barberry, which is spread invasively by the birds because they love the seeds. And while it looks quite beautiful, I just know it's what's suffocating the native plants. One of the stipulations of the donation to Rutgers was the forest was to remain unmanaged, let nature run its course, let trees lay where they fall. The article mentions fallen trees leave gaps in the earth that serve as vernal pools, providing a critical habitat for the amphibians. Which makes me less sad over the dozen trees that tumbled in our woods, leaving massive roots thrice my height, which, by the way, is probably where those peepers are peeping. <laughs> That's where a lot of the amphibians, such as frogs and toads and things, like to live. It's a natural process for trees to fall and decay. They fertilize and prepare the soil for more trees to sprout in the newfound opening of light. Nature has a cycle, just as we do, just as the seasons of time. With endings come new beginnings and the hope for new life. So I'm going to sign off for now, and we'll come back and uh, chat a bit more. Thanks so much. I just came out on the porch. I told you I would. It's late at night. There's a full moon. And actually, as I walked out here, there was a full chorus of the peepers. And of course... As you would expect, they decided to go silent. So I'm going to wait here for a while and see if they come back. Shh, don't let me divulge that I'm here. There's a few. There's another. More. Yes. Each are answering back. They're not alone. Here comes the chorus. Oh. 
What a beautiful chorus. We are not alone in the world. Such beautiful sound. Welcome spring. I can't help but just marvel over all the bird sounds. So many early spring bird sounds. Imagine their mating calls as well. If any of you know about bird sounds, I would love to hear from you. In fact, that brings me to an invitation to certainly subscribe to this podcast so that it magically appears in your feed and share with others so more can become part of our community. So this is a column I had written, gosh, it was in April of 2014, so that would be pretty early in my tenure, can I call it tenure, of writing the column, and um, I want to share it with you. Our world is greening up and the snowdrops are finally peaking almost a month behind last year. This is not true this year, by the way. They were very early and long behind us, and the daffodils are in their full glory, probably a month early or maybe two weeks here. As predicted, the ticks have made a robust comeback after a long winter protected by snow. Nasty pests, I think our creators should have done without, though I suppose they provide food for other critters. This year, by the way, the ticks are also bad because we didn't have a deep freeze. I just returned from a stay with Mom while my sister traveled on vacation. Dear Mom, my garden inspirer, mentor, and life coach, is now convalescing in a nursing home about an hour from Richmond, Virginia. It's hard to see the dramatic changes from the last visit, her dementia rapidly progressing. At times, her conversations are perfectly clear, especially as she reminisces about the past. Virginia's spring was in fast-forward the last ten days while I was there, pent-up energy from the harsh winter they too experienced. I am grateful for the crabapple trees that busted out in bloom right before our eyes and the daffodils that faced the shifting sun, providing happy talking points as Mom remembered the first signs of spring on the farm growing up. Sebastian, the resident cat, a stray-gone domestic, parades in and out like he owns the place, giving joy to the cat lovers, which would be my mom, and indifference to those not-so-feline-friendly, Mom wonders when the vacant pots by the door will be planted, a question she endearingly asked over and over and over again. I reminded her of the lesson she taught me, that it's important to be patient and wait to plant annuals until after the risk of frost, which is about Mother's Day here. While where Mom is staying may be dated and lacking sufficient common areas, the nursing home is filled with caring, loving staff and residents that touched my heart. And by the way, there were other staff members and folks there that weren't so kind, which was another heartbreaking part of the experience of my mom's illness. As my mom's 85-year-old sharp-as-attack roommate pointed out, there are always a few bad apples anywhere you go. I added, in every bad apple, there are seeds of promise in the core. There is hope. There is love and new beginnings just as there is spring. And yes, there are endings, but they will lead us to another glorious place. Happy Easter, and for those of you that don't celebrate Easter, happy new beginnings. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com
So I have to say that uh, I got a little choked up reading this because, of course, um, fast forward, my mother's passed on, and it's been a few years now, and uh, the very ending of it was very, very difficult. Um, difficult to be witness to. I'm very sad to say it was terrifying for her, and so my heart goes out to those in the situation today that are experiencing the same thing and much too early in life. And so we must just remain kind to each other and loving and stay safe and uh, follow the protocols that we are being guided to follow. But also, don't lose hope. There is promise of new beginnings. Thanks for listening. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.